0: Thank you
1: so much for joining in today on this podcast of Adventures in God. I'm your host, Jared Lasky, and I'm excited to be introducing you to Andrea Johnson. She is the current editor for Message of the Open Bible magazine. And to give you a little bit of a backstory, she helped me get my start writing for Charisma and God TV. And to share that story with you, one night I was suffering from insomnia. I just couldn't sleep, and I felt the wonderful Holy Spirit telling me to write my personal testimony of what He did through me on the front lines, in I Iraq and Afghanistan. So that night, I was burning the midnight oil and I was listening to the Holy Spirit and writing down how He used me to interpret dreams and visions on the front lines. I then emailed the story to Andrea Johnson, and within a few days she responded and told me that there seemed to be two stories within the one article that I'd sent her. So she'd asked me to clarify what it was that God wanted me to share. So what I did was I took one part of the story, saved it for another date, and I just shared how God used me to prophesy and to speak life and destiny over men that I served with in Iraq and Afghanistan. She then published the story in the message of the Open Bible Magazine. But about three months later, she called me and said that Charisma Magazine was interested in carrying the article. I said, sure, they can feel free to do so. If they publish it, send me a couple copies of what magazine they put it in. If it's online, they could share however they want and just send me the link. And then she told me, well, Jared, they're actually wanting you to write for them. So then I was able to contact them and ever since started writing for Charisma Magazine online with numerous articles. And then that eventually opened the door for me to be a staff writer for God TV. Charisma Magazine published that original article calling it Modern Day Joseph. And then other online magazines picked it up as how God moved on the front lines. The article went viral and has touched tens of thousands of people around the world, but I want Jesus to get all the credit for what he did in me and through me during that rough time of war. But now I'm excited to introduce you to Andrea Johnson of Message of the Open Bible magazine. I've got Ms. Andrea Johnson with me today, and I'm excited as she's the editor of Message of the Open Bible Magazine, and she has a prophetic journey that she wants to share with you listening in today about what how God led her to be a writer, an editor, and what He has done in her life as she's been on her adventure in God. So, Ms. Andrea, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Would you like to share your testimony as to how God led you to be the editor of the Message of the Open Bible Magazine? Well,
2: it's an interesting story. 'll just go back to um I just recently become part of a blended family. My, I had been married before, and my husband backslid. We were in ministry. So then I was at the point where I had a theology degree and two children, and you know, hard to find a job with a theology degree. But the Lord, amazing things through that time. and mm. and he was very faithful. And a, several years later, I ended up marrying a gentleman who had two kids. His first wife had passed away when his kids were very, very young, two and three. Then we were a blended family. And at that time, I actually stopped working so that I could take care of the kids. And even before that, as I was just contemplating my life, because I had always wanted to be in ministry, I Kind of saw myself being as a um, a missionary, actually working with orphans, and you know, then I'd come to the point where my own marriage had fallen apart, and no chance to be in ministry again in my mind, you know. And so it's like, okay, Lord, you know what what's supposed to happen? And anyway, He kind of gave me the the desire to start writing. Then fast forward to now, I'm a you know, I was a uh, stay at home mom and wanted to take care of my kids, and pursue writing. So that was my goal. And then just out of the blue, I got a phone call one day, and it was a gentleman at the national office for Open Bible Churches, and he was asking me if I wanted a job. And honestly, I didn't want a job. But I just felt at that, that, that time, the Lord just kind of put a bug in my ear, and it was just like, you're supposed to take this for something else. That's exactly the words for something else. I did take the job and it was mother's hours. So that was fine, but it wasn't, my heart wasn't in it. I didn't like the job and I was planning on, you know, putting my resignation before school got out for the summer when someone approached me. The director of communications approached me and asked me if I would want to be editor of Message <laughs> magazine. And I just felt at that, that time, it was like, Oh yeah, that's why I was supposed to be here. And on his side of things, it was interesting because he had been praying about who the next editor should be. And just after he was done praying, he said he looked up and he saw me down the hall at my desk and, and just had that thought, she's the one that's supposed to be editor. So if I hadn't been there, you know, that wouldn't have happened. Wow. So, yeah. So that was pretty amazing.
1: And then how was it that God yeah. spoke to you prophetically beforehand to prepare you for the process of becoming the editor?
2: Beforehand, there's a gentleman that used to travel a lot in open Bible circles named Bob Laughlin, and he had come to First Church of the Open Bible in Des Moines, and I was receptionist there. had just been separated and just really in a rough, rough time in my life. I had felt like, um, you know, not only had my marriage failed, but, you know, as I said before, didn't even know where to pick up the pieces, where to go next, and felt like all my dreams, my calling, you know, I just felt like it was all just done, you know, and I was like 30, <laughs> so it, it seemed, it just seemed like I, I just didn't have dreams left, you know? But anyway, he had prophesied for me another time and it was just spot on. The things that he had said, he had known things I specifically prayed. And so I was very open to what he had to say to me. And as he was talking this time, he said, I, I just get the words um, set aside over you and he said you feel like you have been set aside like the lord has set you aside and he said i want to let you know that it's not for what you've done wrong but for what you've done right and he compared it to joseph's story he said that god had set me aside but that it was for a time a kind of protection time just for the right timing and it was just so helpful me to me at the time it, you know but even when you said that I, I never imagined actually that I would be an editor for our denomination but it was still just such a, a word of life because for one thing I I felt such failure because I couldn't quote save my husband you know I couldn't right. bring him back I couldn't make him do right things you know there, I just felt like such failure I couldn't couldn't rectify that and more than that even it was just such a sense of just shame because in ministry, you know, you have a heart to help people and, you know, you want to share good news with people and share the gospel and all that. And because he had had more than one major moral failure, it it affected a lot of people and especially young people. And my heart just broke with that. And I just felt so disresponsible, you know, and so... That just really, you know, the words, you know, not for something you've done wrong. And that just kind of really helped through that as yes.
1: well. Yes, isn't that amazing that, at times when we may feel the most distant or we're in a trial or a tribulation God loves to speak to his kids I mean he's he's speaking to us yeah. but even in those moments that Ramo word can break through and set us free and yeah. show us that we're on the right track and it can yeah, exactly. break the yoke of shame the yoke of bondage and, and point us in the right direction and confirm what he's telling us in the process of the small hints and and directions that he's showing us so even in the wilderness he could point out that we're, we're going to a destination to our kingly, queenly authority that he has anointed for us.
0: Right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the Great Commission, promising them the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. With the Holy Spirit as your teacher, Jared Lasky developed a new Bible study journaling system that is sure to equip you in your adventure with God. The Spirit-Empowered Journal offers life-changing steps that will enhance your biblical studies. This journal will not only help you know how God spoke in the Scripture, but also what He is speaking to you now. This is an incredible approach to Bible study, empowering your spiritual journey. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit and understanding of the Scriptures will increase as you use the Spirit-Empowered Journal. Buy your paperback copy on Amazon.com or FirebornMinistries.com.
1: Ms. Andrea, how do you write with the, the help of the wonderful Holy Spirit?
2: Honestly, I can't imagine writing without that. as Yeah, I kind of have an ongoing conversation throughout the day, but especially as I'm writing, because um, I just ask them as I'm writing, you know, please guide my thinking, you know, just guide my thought processes. I definitely pray over my motives. Because I want to make sure that when I'm writing, I, you know, second guess, but also it's just kind of a reflective thought process is just now, am I writing this because I want people to know Andrea, you know, and, mm-hmm. and my journey or am I writing this because I want to point them to God. And so I really try to think that through and also if you think through motives. Am I writing this because I've gotten angered by something or something's a pet peeve of mine? Or is this, you know, a Holy Spirit show me? Is this something that you're wanting me to present? Is this something you're wanting to say? And so definitely pray over motives, but also certainly over what I'm writing and that He gives me the ideas and all of
1: those things. Yeah, and what I've noticed about your writings is that there's a transparency that we tend not to see in other people's writings, and hmm. maybe that's from the processes and, and things that you've been through. But you're always pointing to your, you, like you said, your motivation is to point people to God. But do you think that hmm. your transparency is also because you're you're healing and then you're helping heal others, and then that you just want them to see God in you? I sure
2: hope so. Um, that's my goal I know you know when I was going through not that we don't still go through hard times but the hardest times in my life it was those people you know like for me it was those single moms that were you know that were doing it and they inspired and so I guess that's why I'm transparent because if you see someone who looks like they have it all together and they've lived a perfect life that's great but it doesn't always help you you know but to know someone had to struggle someone had to walk this road and the lord helped them you know then that is encouragement for them so that would definitely be my goal
1: that's awesome as a writer as an editor uh, how is it that you break through writer's block because i know that that's been a thing for me as well and i think i'd even shared with you a while ago several years ago maybe how the holy spirit had told me to write something but i honestly was kind of straying away from that. I didn't want to write about it. And then for about two weeks, I just couldn't write until I realized, well, I can't write because I didn't write the last thing he told me to write. So I apologized to him. I repented. And then I wrote it and it came free flowing. And then after that, I broke through the writer's block. So for you, what is a process for you to break through that wall? Yeah,
2: that's good. Well, obviously, like I said, I I always pray. But then if I just get really stuck there, and there are times... You know, you have to write an article and it's just, it's just not coming. The thing I've been taught to do and that just really works for me is, of course, I just pray and then I just start typing. And I believe even that is an act of faith. It's like, almost like speaking in tongues, you know, when you, you know, you start speaking, you believe the Lord's going to fill your mouth. Or when you pray in the spirit, you know, believe he's going to pray through you. I just start typing and it might take a couple minutes but pretty soon then it just starts kind of flowing and that's what i found works for me sometimes i'll be writing something and then just and you can't get from one point to the next you know like the transition so that's kind of a different kind of what writers block. black but still you know like when you just get stuck in an article and don't know the next direction to go and i found with that it's just best to just take a little break you know i i actually will get up from my desk go right up and down or go take a drink or something like that and because i think sometimes we just can get so focused on like a problem or on this transition or whatever it is we're working on and then your mind just becomes stuck and so when you just get away from those words for a little bit a lot of times that will just pop those words pop right in your head
1: i love so, it and then the creative vein you mentioned, you know, just that free flowing of thoughts and things. How do you maintain that while you're writing? I mean, for me, I've got different things. Like I'll, I'll start praying in tongues, or I'll just have worship music going, and and I'm just, it's kind of like riding a wave, you know, uh, okay. if you've ever surfed or you know hit the swell and gone surfing and yeah. it, it's similar to that in some of my encounters as i'm writing so for you how is it that you keep that creative vein and, and holy spirit inspired juices going
2: yeah that that can be tough but it's it's cool <laughs> it's cool when that happens and i feel like one thing is just to not not stop and worry about grammar or anything like that just keep typing away, you know you can always go back and edit later but just not let anything stop that flow which is hard because we all have schedules we all have other people in our lives but yeah I think just to to keep that going and and I also really feel like if you're you kind of want to take like if you have to take a break for a day you know you have something else on your schedule you really want to try to get to that point where it is flowing before you take that break because it's easier to come back when you are in the middle of a flow because then you're looking forward to coming back and you want to pick up where you left off and it's harder to come back to writing when you are just asked, you know, when you don't know that next paragraph that you're going to write type thing
1: message of the open Bible magazine is now no longer being offered in print but is moving to the 21st century online platform um, would you mind explaining to us uh, how, how you're excited for this opportunity and what you foresee this doing uh, maybe enhancing more impacting more readers or you know what what is it that you're excited about for this opportunity
2: sure sure well like you said there's definitely more opportunities with that you can reach more people there's no limit to the people you don't have to. Make sure they have a printed copy. There are no mailing costs. There's no printing costs to it. There's still costs. You know, we have to hire designers and writers and stuff like that. But again, just more opportunities. Also, it's, it'll be easier for people to read. And just that no matter where you are, you can pull it up on your phone. If you want to share an article, it's easy to share articles. In fact, we, you know, we encourage people to share them. We're not like, oh, this is copyrighted. Don't share. As long as they share the article in its entirety, you know we're happy to have them share articles so just i think a lot more flexibility a lot more opportunity to reach out people
1: what do you see god doing within open bible specifically for the greater body of christ
2: oh that's a good question i feel like Open bible is like i know in the past we've said we're not the largest organization by any means but we're also not cumbersome because of that so we can move quickly we don't have a ton of red tape there's you know there's still policies and procedures and authority and all of that but we can move quickly on different issues or different initiatives because we are smaller I see us also as a movement that I know we try to be very balanced as in we want the fruit of the spirit as well as the gifts of the spirit so you know to marry those two so that you have the character oh yeah That, you know, yeah, displayed by the fruit of the Spirit, but also you have the power of walking in the gifts of the Spirit, and it's hard to be on both, sometimes to have that balance of both, but I I think we really strive to do that. I guess I see that as us being a little different than some of the other organizations, but we honestly, we don't feel like Open Bible is better or anything like that, but anybody, we want to work with other organizations and
1: all that. And you've been within Open Bible for how many years?
2: With Open Bible, I've been well, since college, so that'll be a long, long time. I've been editor of The Message for 22 years. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Yeah, I thought, yeah, when I first picked the job, I thought, oh, I'll do this for five years till I can write full-time, you know, because I thought once my kids were in school, then I would write full-time, and yeah, 22 years later, I'm still doing it.
1: Well, that's <laughs> so, exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. So you've been around... Yeah. A qu- quite a bit of the prophetic words spoken over Open Bible. You would mentioned Bob Laughlin, uh, and Mm -hmm. he is an amazing man of God. He's spoken into my life numerous times. I'm actually planning to interview him sometime soon, and I mean, we've been in touch. But what have you seen prophetically spoken over Open Bible, if you've been within the movement for the last 20 years, that you've then seen fulfilled? Yeah, way before my time,
2: there was a prophecy given that, Open Bible was a vital organ in the body of Christ. It was at a time when they were considering, I believe, whether to merge with another organization or not, because we're not the largest, but they, this prophecy was giving that Open Bible is a vital organ in the body of Christ, which means don't, we, we have our area, we have our part to play. Right. And so, you know, we definitely need, I know our, our president and our board have visions for raising up, especially young leaders, we need to get younger, like most denominations. And they've got some really awesome ways that they're working on that. But yeah, that prophecy was huge, that we are vital. That's probably a good word for a lot of us. We might not see the results of our ministry. I know I have a, an uncle who pastors a, a small church in a small town, and he was a construction worker, a foreman, for most of his life, and so he couldn't give... You know 100 percent of his time to the church and it always has stayed small and i think that's kind of bothered him but the lord shown me that you know those people that he reaches would not fit in a mega church those people wouldn't fit in a lot of other areas and yet there's been people that have come out of his church that have reached a lot of people so he still is reaching a lot of people even though god's put him in this small church you know so i think that's an encouragement to size doesn't
1: doesn't necessarily equate with effectiveness right and i think yeah. i don't know where i heard this i don't know if it, if it's true but 80% of people are saved through the efforts of a small church of Christians, and then they could, in time, be discipled, and then, you know, God calls them elsewhere, and that could be into a bigger fellowship that has other opportunities or more small group options for family or whatever. But again, like you were mentioning, a vital organ. Everybody has a part to play across the whole body of Christ. And you'd also mentioned the efforts to reach out to young, new, emerging leaders as well. So is there any special advice that you'd like to give to up-and-coming writers and creatives?
2: That, for sure. I guess, number one, I, always, I would say just to just use your gift as much as you can, you know, just to write. The more you write, the obviously, the better you will get, and not to get discouraged, but also just to not be afraid to take chances. Our president, Randall Bach, told me one time, and actually right when I become message editor, and he said, it's always good to... Do something that makes you step out of your comfort zone because then you have to rely on the Holy
1: Spirit. Amen.
2: You're not relying. Yeah. And I love that. And I've, I've always just remembered that. So I would just encourage people just to get out of your comfort zone and also just to get away from your office, get out and do life. Um, you can't write about something you're not experiencing you know no one wants to hear about how your video game went right you know the latest show on tv or whatever you know get out and and do stuff be interesting that type of thing and then i guess another thing that would be something i would like to tell writers is just don't be afraid of the process make sure you have someone proofreading your work it it's necessary uh I've only had people that were not good writers that have not wanted me to proofread or edit their work. Like good readers know that that just makes it better. You know, you need that objective set of eyes that, you know, where an article can be so close to us, we don't, we don't see the things that we've missed or those kinds of things. And so, yeah, don't be afraid of the process. Awesome. In fact, we had one, I had one person write an article for me and this to me is just my show and tell story of why you need them need to listen to the process but he had an amazing testimony it was just incredible and agreed to write it for us and what he gave me was a three-point sermon (laughs) i was like you know no one's going to listen to this you know they would have been totally impacted by his story but instead he gave me this sermon and he would not budge on it he did not get you know the fact that jesus told parables because people love to listen to stories, you know. They, a good story will go a long way. So that article just didn't work, you know. So again, you know,
1: just don't be afraid of the process. Well, I appreciate you. <laughs> that's right. I appreciate you talking about. What would you say um, if someone gets a, a rejection letter? A sorry, we're not going to cover this. What would you say to encourage them after they receive one of those?
2: Yeah, that's a good question.
1: I've had a few. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you? Oh, yeah, but I keep right. going. Have, <laughs> Yeah, and that's exactly what you need to do is just keep going. I, usually, like when we get articles that don't work for us, I mean, there's obviously there's some that just, you know, you shouldn't be writing <laughs> type things. But usually it's a matter of timing or theme, you know, so it, like, it, it's just not the right timing for that article. Or um, you need to know, like, where you're submitting your articles, what kind of articles they publish. So if it doesn't fit within their type of magazine or their publication it's just not going to work so like someone sends us a poem we can't publish that we don't do poems that kind of thing so really research the person where that article would fit or that publication where that article should fit so I would say yeah keep trying and also um get a second party to look at your work because they might be able to tell you okay your articles need this or that you know maybe there's just something you're doing and the writing that does need to, you know, be switched around. So be open to that process,
1: too. Well, thank you so very much for being part of this adventure in God and sharing your story. Yeah, I appreciate you and value everything that you're doing for the, not just with an open Bible, but the, the body of Christ worldwide.
0: Thank you so much for listening to our conversation in Adventures in God. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in God.